Welcome to the Burner Browns Clips of Facts and Theories podcast show. Today we have a special guest, Zach the Warrior, one of the most best Christian rappers I've ever got to get on this show. He is amazing. He really used the word of God. He promotes it on TikTok. He does so many things for the glory of God that you would just be blowing your mind saying, wow. So, Zach, there's a curtain to you. So, what do you want to say, man? man? I just want to say I'm I'm humbled to be on here. I'm really grateful. I'm really grateful you invited me to your show. This is my first uh, proper interview, um, actually. So you know I'm really I'm really grateful uh, for those kind words. And yeah, just you know for the glory of God, I'm I'm grateful. What inspired you to do Christian rap? Oh, that's a good question. Um, so for me, obviously, in the past, I was a worldly rapper. Um, I did uh, rap for the world. Um, my first song actually was a hit. I got like 60,000 streams. And I remember I went to my first, well, uh, Reading Festival. And the second time I went, I got stopped and asked for pictures. I got noticed a couple times. So there was definitely like a local fan uh, that was going on there. Um, I actually, uh, you know, I had a jaw problem that I still have at the moment, um, which I've been diagnosed. I got an open bite, um, and it's part of my testimony, which a lot of people don't really know about me. Um, but yeah, I got diagnosed with that back in, uh, March, 2020. And what happened when I got that, I thought, man, what do I do about my rap? So I became a producer. I became a producer. Um, I started doing that every night. Um, I produced six hours every single night, making beats, making beats, um, until um, I found God. Um, you know, I had an encounter with Jesus Christ back in December 2020 um, because I got involved in New Age spirituality and stuff like that. Um, and at that point, you know, my life kind of changed from that point. My desires shifted. Um, to so um, for me, um, you know, it's been a real uh, battle that a lot of people don't really know about. I um, I got diagnosed with an open bite. Um, so you've got a crossbite, an underbite, and uh, an overbite. Um, and a lot of people don't know about an open bite because it's a bit less common. Um, I got diagnosed with it in May 2020. Um, I first self-diagnosed it and then, you know, they first told me there's nothing wrong until I kind of really looked in the mirror and I saw the problem. Um, I found it out. Then I got it properly diagnosed in 2020 of May from that point. Um, I got into new age spirituality to try and seek out to the universe, if you would like to call it that, um, for healing, um, literally healing from what I thought was God. Um, but I was deceived. I let in spirits do that. Um, I started doing astral projections, stuff like that. Um, I got very intertwined with, um, the whole new age spirituality movement until in December, 2020, um, I had an encounter with God, with Jesus Christ. I got convicted through a TikTok video, funny enough, um, which later inspired me to pursue that after. But um, I remember it was David Latting. I saw a video about New Age spirituality. And at that point, um, you know, I kind of never looked back. I really never looked back. And, um, you know, that point changed my life forever. Um, but I was still doing my producing because I obviously I started producing when I had the jaw problem because I thought, you know, if this is going to kick me out for a while, I've got to do something musical. Music has always been a passion of mine. Uh, so was film um, and directing and acting. Um, so, you know, I've always been a creative person and, um, you know, it was like something that was a part of me. It was embodied in my DNA. Um, so I kept doing it. And then in October, I had an opportunity to fly to LA uh, to work with Playboy Carti and Yeet and um, go to the club with a lot of famous rappers stay at my friend's mansion i mean it was all panned out it was all looking good um and right at that moment um i didn't go in the end because um you know i had everything i had absolutely everything i needed to go but in the end i didn't go because i had obvious confirmations from god i had really strong convictions about working with these people how could i be a christian and work with these people so in the end you know all my one year and a half of work i gave it all up i'm kicking i'm crying i'm screaming i'm like why because i knew i couldn't do it um and i was really trying to justify it, but i knew i couldn't so in the end i gave it up but I, I heard the lord say i have a bigger plan for you now at this point i had about 
one Christian friend. I didn't have a platform. I didn't have any friends. Um, I didn't have the musical ability then. Um, I had a lot of pain. That's all I had. Um, but yeah, so at that point, um, you know, he said, I have a bigger plan for you. Just be patient. And, you know, he told me it's not about you. Um, it'll be about what you do for me. And then at that point, I just had to trust, and I did. And it was a real blind trust. I, I had no idea. You know, if you were to ask me then, what would I be doing now? Showing me what I'm doing now, I'd have no idea. You know, I'd have absolutely no idea. So I know it was all good at that time. Um, and, you know, kind of the months went on by. I'm just seeking the Lord even more. I gave up a lot of the stuff that I did before, my old habits. Um... I'm seeking him properly and um, you know it's just a lot of time me and him and that's when I first started obviously that's when I first started posting um, on my TikTok I first started preaching on the platform um, I first started putting up videos I was very shy at first um, and you know I was giving words to people and I saw how much it was encouraging people and remembering that's how I kind of got led to the Lord I remembered like you know this is bigger than me now there were a lot of months where I wasn't seeing any growth and all I had was a lot of pain um, because obviously on my jaw it was very discouraging and I, there were many times I wanted to give up um, many times I doubted many times I couldn't see the plan but I kept it through I kept sticking through um, and eventually um, it all led to one day uh, back in April, you know, so I was still doing music. I was still doing some rap music um, and none of it was really good. Like it was all not hitting for me. And I've been doing music for four years, but I mean, you know, it was only kind of over the past you know, nine months where I, I was really going in for it. And then a point where I thought, man, this is like, this ain't working. I'm just have to wait until after my jaw surgery. But then I had a few confirmations from God to, you know, kind of keep going. So I did, um, you know, on one day I had about 10 confirmations and, um, you know, I could go into detail, but it would take a while, but it's just, I knew in the spirit, that's what I had to do. So, this time after like, I spent a long time away from that, you know, he told me, this is what I want you to do now at this stage in your life. Um, so I remember I was writing this night and on this night I wrote Reborn and Salvation. And after I made Salvation, I, I asked the Lord for confirmation. Is this what you want me to do? I opened up my Bible and then I saw, um, you know, the the Lord is my light and salvation, Psalm 27, I'm pretty sure. Um, and it was like, sing to the Lord praises of glory or whatever. Um, sing to the Lord a new song. And at this point, I knew he confirmed it for me, um, really and truly. So at that point, I knew it's something that he wanted me to do. Because when I made Reborn and Salvation, they were the two best songs that I'd ever made up until that point. For four years, I, I heard them. And, you know, I would, you know, even still, I recall my music on my phone uh, on BandLab. I record it on my headphones. I'll write it. I'll freestyle it. And then I'll take it to the, you know, if I want to take it to the studio. But this is where I write all of my lyrics at home. Um, you know, I pray over my music. Um, I ask the Lord for help. I use the Bible to get lyrics um, and everything like that. And, you know, it was at this point when I made this, I thought, man, this is like really good. And I'm the only one who's hearing this at this point. And I remember I got back home for the Easter break and I played it to my friend in the car. And when I played it for him, he, he the look on his face, like, it was incredible. Um, even the iPhone version of it, the very first version, I could see him was like, this is amazing. And um, it was this kind of whole new sound, which I never had before. And even I surprised myself because it's like the first time I'd ever done it this way. Um, so kind of from there, I just started writing. I remember I was at home for like a whole month. Um, and that's where I started writing my first tape. Um, and a lot of the songs which I originally envisioned to be on there have been scrapped off because I've, you know, I've gotten better. Um, so really, I've only been in this game for about three months. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. I know I've been rapping for a while, but, you know, in this scene, doing it for the Lord, only three months. And, um, you know, already the, the love I'm seeing, you know, people saying, you know, you're, you're really up there. You're at, you're at the top of this. And, you know, I only have God to thank for that because really I know, I know that it was like a, it was like somebody flicked a switch and God really did. It was like he flicked the switch and bam, there was the, you know, the talent there. Um, there was actually 
good sounding music and I knew that it was going to be a way that he gave me a desire in my heart which I sacrificed for him um, in a way to you know bring more people um, and just use my music for a positive light and really I'm seeing his plan now you know the plan which he told me from the start um, and even I knew what the plan was ages ago because I remember I had a really dark period back last year in April and um, you know I felt really down a really really dark period of my life um, but I opened my Bible and I'm weeping and I saw the first thing open was Genesis 26 God's promise to Isaac Isaac is my middle name so as soon as I saw this it was like you know do not go down to Egypt I will you know I will bless you I will um, you know I'll keep that promise which I swore to your fathers and I just felt him speaking through that word then and so many times he's you know he shut off doors but he's opened them you know and he's really given me the desires of my heart in a way I can never imagine um you know and, and just the way that I'm doing it now um I'm having a lot of fun with it so I'm just excited especially for what's to come um, in the new music I'm working on even you know not just for my first mixtape but for my second one um, it's really a long term plan because obviously I still have to do this surgery but I feel like this is going to be a big testament to people to never give up no matter what pain you're going through and I can't wait to kind of tell this story um, you know even through this tape um, that no matter what you're going through you have to keep pushing because there are many times I almost gave up because of this very thing but I know that God is now I know that he's going to use it for the people to show that you know you can do it no matter what you're going through how is it doing christian rap videos do you have a team or is it just you by yourself that's actually a very good question um so obviously now i'm actually not i put the producing to the side um i'm just focused on the rapping i'm on you know a lot of the beats i'll get from youtube um producing something i definitely want to get back into for my um my second mixtape and my um my album uh which will be you know maybe coming in about two years um so i've got the first mixtape dropping which none of them are my own beats but um producing definitely is something i want to get back into because i have my own sound and ideas for what i want to bring to the scene and i know it's really gonna you know revolutionize the way uh christian music has been portrayed to a way that it doesn't just go out to christian people but to the whole world and that the whole world can be you know they can hear the gospel through this and i feel you know I, my my main goal is that through everything the videos the music i'm a real perfectionist i don't you know i don't settle for the second best when god's on your side it's like you know god is so amazing that you know we're going up against the devil we're going up against the world that we have to show that god is mightier than everything and that you know everything has to be perfect and really i know that christians and competing with other christians um in terms of not really competing in a sense but i know that like um, you know, you have the metrics um, kind of, and you, there's kind of like a, a stigma, like a cap on what Christian rappers can achieve. But me, I, I set my goals up higher for the Lord that really, I, I believe that we can push the boundaries into the secular music industry. I believe that and being the light in the darkness in that, because I really believe that the music can be good enough to compete with that, especially with what we've got in the locker now. Um, and in terms of videos, um, um, I'm independent. I'm independent as of now. Um, and I direct my own videos. Um, you know, even in the world, I directed my first one. It wasn't shot by me, but I directed that. Um, and that's where my film side comes out. Uh, but my second one, I directed and edited myself. I worked with my friend called Harry um, from my old school. And uh -huh. for my third one, the third one, obviously Reborn, we put out, I think about four weeks ago, about a month ago, or maybe three weeks ago. And that I directed, edited myself. Um, all we had was my friend's camera. I bought his, you know, his ticket here, bought him some food. Um, all he had was his camera. And I said, let's go here. Let's do a vlog style video. We'll, we'll speak to a few people. Before we even took the first shot, I had the whole video in my head already. Uh, so when I saw it on camera, I already visualized that I knew exactly what it would be like um, every shot I'm kind of saying now nah, go there I want you to do that I would superimpose shots after do the color grading all the editing even um, the subtitles because uh, I believe that you don't need ridiculous amounts of money to make a good video um, to really make it stand out I think that's something in the future
future that I was like, you know, I'll do that in the future. But for a first video, I wanted to show off my creative style because I still want to have a directive um, influence on my videos. Um, you know, because obviously that's a passion as well. Um, like the creative vision visually, I think visuals are very important to go with the music video. Um, and sometimes when other people's ideas are on your song, it can kind of lose the, the vision you're going through or for for the song. So I feel like in the future, I definitely would want to do other people doing my videos, get professionally done. Um, I've got really sick ideas, uh, especially for, you know, uh, maybe some of the songs in the mixtape, maybe. Um, I feel like that could be really big and massive. Um, yeah, visuals are a great way. But yeah, that's what we did. We had a camera, we had a vision, we had a dream, and ultimately the Lord guiding it. And, you know, he made it incredible. Was production or producing really hard for you? Like, just everything that you were just listening out, making videos and things, is it hard? Like, is it hard or is it just, like, easy? So, when that. it comes to the videos, um, I actually finished up Reborn, the video, in a day. I did it all in one day. Um, I got it in the morning. I went. I was really hyped to do it, really excited. I literally, from the morning, about maybe 11 o'clock, got all the footage on the Google Drive, um, you know, put together, you know, I even edited doing artwork for the album myself. Uh, for trials and tribulations I've you know the kid picture I took on my phone like a year back and then I just put a filter on it and I said you know this looks good did that on my phone um, you know even the the video for Reborn yeah did it all in a day that for me was really easy and I had a lot of fun with it um, I kind of added my own kind of twist to it uh, nothing too crazy but kind of like some camera uh, slow-mos and everything like that um, and like tilts and stuff like that for me that was really easy when it comes to producing beats I feel like that definitely requires more skill and that's why even at to the point where I was ready to you know fly out and go you know collab with other artists I mean it really um, you know at that point I still had a long way to go I mean producing something you learn over years and years and years um, rapping I've been doing for a long time so I've naturally been better at that um, but the producing I definitely want to you know I, keep, I, I do definitely want to do that um, because in the long run I know that if I can make my own if I can have my own vision for videos uh, the beats the sound the sonic uh, like not even just the sound of it but the sonics are so important like how did the 808 sound how did the how does the bass sound how does it hit how did the middle frequencies hit how does my voice sound in it what's the EQ like it comes down into such detail and one of my favorite inspirations uh, for this is definitely Kanye West and Travis Scott because uh, Kanye West um, you know and Travis they're, they're not just rappers they're rappers directors engineers producers um, you know they have the whole thing and for me I think in a long term plan uh, that's definitely something that I'm looking at uh, very very much so uh, where that's going to be a big focus after the first tape where I'm going to be committing to getting back on the beats getting back on uh, to the basics and really you know this time knowing I'm not doing it just for these worldly people I'm doing it for myself you know and doing it in a different way it's a whole different thing now how long have you been doing rapping? Which um, I've actually been rapping ever since. I think I. Um, it's funny actually. I, I've always had a passion for music. Even my mum told me the other day, uh, we were crank on our favorite um, songs in the car, and I would sing from the top of my lungs. I would just be singing every lyric, lyric for lyric. Um, you know, and even from a young age, I've always had a passion for it. Um, you know, and then from around ten, I remember I downloaded an app called Smule. I don't know if you ever heard of Smule but um, I, w I would sing on the app and I would just sing to these random people um, and just kind of you know from there I would I would sing a lot um, for a year and then I, I didn't do anything for a long time and then I remember when it was like a diss track era um, in the YouTube scene uh, you had KSI doing diss track uh, Jake Paul all these people and then I remember there was a diss track challenge where like the best one would be put on. Um, so I remember I started my own YouTube channel at this point um, and I would, you know, it was typical stuff. I think it was around 20, uh, 2017, 2016. Um, and I remember KSI, um, my first video was about KSI and his potential girlfriend spotted a thought park. So we made a video on that. And then... Uh, I remember um, in the Xbox parties, we basically, we would put on diss tracks like 
um, for the people in our group, like we would have arguments maybe like, over GTA and I'd be like, right, I'm doing a diss track on you. So I go away for like five, 10 minutes. I would write to the same beats that they're using in these YouTube diss tracks. I'd be writing and I'd just be cussing them out, cussing out their family, cussing out how they look, everything. I mean, it was so vulgar. And it, it even got to the point where we, we shot of my first, uh, call it what you want music video um at this abandoned car park we used to go to um and basically we we went we would record and i remember it was like you know i can't remember the beat but it was like duh, 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 duh. and man it was just so funny it was so funny but we recorded that and that was kind of the first sign of it that was the very first sign and then as the year progressed i think it got to around um i think it got to around december and i would start kind of partying more and then i remember when i was 16 just before i turned 17 um i remember in the summer and especially when I got back uh, for my first year of sixth form, I started up a new job at um, this ledge center locally. And I went there and me and my friend Fred, we would be like freestyling. Like we just start freestyling for the fun of it. And it wasn't really that good. So I started right. I remember actually, nah, the very first point of it was when I went to Reading Festival 2018 and I saw Travis Scott live. And I, I said, I looked at him on stage and I said, one day that's what I want to do um and i remember when i first you know i never really taken in travis scott i mean he was my favorite rapper for a very very long time unfortunately up until the point of the astroworld tragedy where i kind of had to put his music aside um but i remember i saw him on stage that day and i said you know that's what i want to do one day I really want to do that. Um, and when I heard Astroworld, I thought, man, this is like the best thing I've ever heard. Um, you know, all summer I'd be blasting that. And in that point, that's where like the dream began. The dream really, really began and started taking off. So I'd start recording tracks in this very room. I'd have a headphone set out. I'd use GarageBand. I'd be recording tracks. They were terrible. They were the worst tracks. Um, I think the only kind of prominent first one I made was Money Calling. Um, it was like, and the money keeps on calling. And it was like, it was just funny. And I remember my friend, I showed it to my friend. And he was like, you've actually got something in you. And I don't know what it is, but you've got to keep going and never give up. So when he told me that, I was like, okay, you know, um, I'm going to keep going with it. And I really had this dream. So I recorded my first song way back. Um, my first song, you know, I record it, I think it was around December. And then I had a 17th birthday party, um, where we rented out like a club for 800 pounds. Um, and we got 1.6 K back. So, or maybe I think we rented it for 1.6 and got 2.4 back. So you made like an almost 1000 pound profit in one night. And I remember I previewed the track there cause I, I recorded it like the night before and we previewed it there and it was really hype. It was amazing. I mean, it was a night I'll never forget. And then, you know, from that point on, it was just the road to release for that track. There was a lot of hype around it. It was actually a very good track for that time. Um, it was around a time when, you know, UK Afro swing was really blowing up and that was the kind of song it was. Um, so yeah, that, that track, um, it was the road to release. And then even I remember people were sending me videos of them listening to unreleased saying, when are you dropping it? When are you dropping it? Um, I had a lot of attention. Um, and then I remember in April, I was meant to have my first show. So we rock up, we have VIP passes. Um, and this is like reaching a local level of fame uh, that I never experienced before. Like mm. it was like everyone knew me, even in school. I'd, like, I, I used to travel to win, uh, this girl's school, right? Because we had to do, I, I went to uh -huh. an all boys school, uh, but then we incorporated with a girls school yeah. and I go in there. And after everyone heard the previews, I mean, people were screaming like people, like girls were literally screaming every time they saw me. And I thought, what is this feat? What is this? You know? And, you know, I remember just in that period, I had whole tons of pride because obviously I didn't, I didn't know God. I was just that man. This is awesome. Like I'm going to just do what I want, you know? So for me, I'm in dreamland. And then I had my first, mm -hmm. you know, my first performance, which actually got um, taken down because the speakers broke and that was in April. Um, and that was, you know, that was obviously disappointing. Uh, you know, about 
300 people rocked up a lot of people were excited to see it um it was really hyped for um but yeah people were really taking me in as a rapper um i got a lot of attention and it eventually reached to 60,000 streams obviously me being asked for pictures um and from this point from july um you know everything kind of took a turn for the worst after august um in october 2019 i got glandular fever um because i was kind of moving a bit wild it's also known as the kissing disease and i got this disease and then um you know i was really ill it was something that could have actually taken my life and it was kind of the first reality check of like man like i've been going crazy you know i didn't have any morals i just kind of did what i wanted and then you know that was the first wake-up call and then you know i thankfully praise the lord i got out and then obviously lockdown hit in march um in March, I didn't know what to do, really. It was a really hard time for me. I never experienced anything like it. Um, and I was still writing music. I still had my setup. But then this draw problem hit. And then I remember one morning I woke up, I couldn't speak. I had so much pain. I couldn't adjust to it. And I thought, what do I do? Mm-hmm. First thing I thought is my rapping. What do I do? Um, so obviously then I started producing um, when I got diagnosed. And that's why I did it because I still knew like I'm going to be patient for the surgery. And I, they were telling me I could wait like one to two years. Now it's been two years since that point. And I still haven't had it. And I'm waiting. You know, it's still painful for me. But it's, I'm going to have to wait another two years at the max. But, um, you know, that's something I still pursued. Um, so give it a year and a half, obviously, when I fully gave my life to the Lord. And now we're here from, you know, about nine months on from that October point. It's been a whole different story. So, yeah, four years, five years in the making, um, all of this really. And it's been a roller coaster. A lot of things I didn't expect to happen. But, um, you know, I think I don't rue what's happened to me with my jaw because really it's what's made me more grateful for what's about to happen. And even, um, you know, when I get that surgery, it's going to make me even more grateful for not having that pain. You know, like Paul, when he had the thorn in his flesh, it's a really humbling thing as well. Um, it's something that not a lot of people can see, but it's something that is there. And we, you know, I have to deal with on a daily basis. I have to pray for strength. Like today I had a wisdom teeth surgery and you know, the way I've got through is miraculous. It's still painful, but you know, the only way I'm getting through it is with the Lord. And I think, yeah, that's just why I'm so grateful. But yeah. What is it dealing with, you know, these disabilities you got? Like, is it? I mean, honestly, I wouldn't even call it a disability. I call it more of a blessing. And I think that um, there's really power in like how we treat these things and how we say them. Um, You know, if I if I say, oh, yeah, this is bad, then it will be bad because that's my mindset towards I'm speaking that. But really, I think like for me, it genuinely is, you know, you take away everything. It's a blessing. If I never had this problem, I never would have found the Lord in the first place. And I think, you know, I definitely... Um, I have a lot to be thankful for. Um, you know, I'm, re- I'm really, really grateful. Uh, really, really grateful for how it's all turned out. Um, and this is really, you know, taking a turn where when I, when it's eventually fixed, um, I'm going to be very grateful. I'm going to be very, very humble, very grateful. There's a lot of people who go through worse things, a lot of people losing their life. I'm still grateful that I'm here today. Uh, I almost lost my life back in 2019. I could have not been here, but really... You know, this walk is never going to be an easy one. And I think I've only really realized that over the past couple of months, there's a lie from, you know, the enemy that once you follow Jesus, you know, your life is going to be all sunshine and rainbows when it's not. A lot of trials and tribulations. That's why my album is called that, um, you know, and really it's a story. It's a story. It's a testament to other people. Uh, so for me, it's my biggest blessing, really. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of pain. I mean, at kind of every night for two years, I've been through a lot of pain. That has drawn me only closer to God because I've had to rely on him more. He's been my crutch. He's been my, he's been my strength. He's the only reason I can do this. He's the only reason why I'm actually good now because it was like somebody turned on a switch and I suddenly got good. And even with this, I mean, all the odds were against me, but now people are saying, you know, I'm getting attention. Even now, um, I don't know if you know about Tiny Temper. A UK rap legend. Um, I actually got a co-sign from him. Um, he actually said I'm very cold and where's I'm based and asking questions about me. Um, 
so yeah i mean even that i'm very very grateful for from you know kind of nothing to having a co-sign from one of the biggest rap stars and that's something i've had to keep under the hat um but that i'm definitely very grateful for and that's only god you know that i know that people in the world are, they're going to be watching they're going to be watching and i think this is where you know because evil has been good for too long but i feel like this is the shift where we make good seem cool again and it's something different and i feel like everyone's doing the same thing but this is really going to be a shift and wherever you know wherever it goes from here um it could skyrocket but it's not for maglo it's all for his and you know and that's why i have to keep them close because um you know there's a lot of temptations that can come with this or just anything um but i know that if i keep them close that's what he told me if if i if i keep them close i'll be okay um and that's where you know i started off from when i had nothing and i know that'll be the same mindset i'm going into whatever happens um you know i've got a very big vision for where we can take this i'm talking show wise taking it to festivals or you know all around the world um so i'm very excited i'm very very excited for sure that's good to you it's like listening to an audio movie like i believe once you get big through the grace of god you need to direct a movie about your life man because it, it's, mm. it's it's amazing it's amazing how what you're just saying here and i may need to re-watch this to actually learn what you were saying because I, I i heard some, some pieces but i need to really sit down and re-listen to what you're talking about because Thanks. i like your story man like your testimony is is like it's 100 percent 120 percent just awesome and legitimate man i just i just love I like it. you know I like what it. in fact let me so, just quickly make a note of that i actually i felt on my heart to make a movie about this one day um let me just make a because i have to i make notes of a lot of this stuff which i want to you know i want to go for um yeah. testimony yeah. yeah that's cool bro um perfect yeah there you go mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was going to ask you this, but you already said it because it seemed like every time we're talking, you're mm -hmm. answering the question in advance. So have you been featured at any event? Yeah. So the first one, obviously, the speakers broke. And I feel like even that was good. Like, how can the speakers just all break suddenly? Like, and it was right at the point when I was about to go up. I know that was God because he wasn't happy with the obviously the type of music that was going to be played and obviously me not doing it for him i feel like that was a big thing where i already knew like that was so weird like it wasn't meant to be and it, like, i still can't believe that but i know it was good at that point uh but the first um actual event i got booked for um normally booked for i didn't get paid but i was i was going to an event called ecclesiastes uh, which is basically like i think it's a hebrew or greek term for the gathering of the saints um in box park croydon basically and we we went it was like a club event um and that club event was like wild because um it was like you know christians i was seeing it was just a really edifying event and i went you know i went as a bystander i went like as an attendee that was my purpose for going but i remember manny aid the host of it he saw my new song reborn and he said look this track is fire i want you there i want you performing let me know if you're down and it's funny because the night before on my spirit like i really felt like for some reason on my spirit the lord told me i was going to perform and i just suddenly had an urge to perform when he said that and I was like, I knew that was the Lord who confirmed it to me. I, I knew instantly. I was like, yeah, let me do it. Um, you know, for my first show, which didn't go through, I was very nervous. For this one, I didn't feel any fit because the Lord was with me. I prayed before it. I did it and I had so much fun with it. I felt no fear. Pe a lot of people asking after I did it, they were like, you know, what's your music? You know, you're very good. You're stuff like this. And I gave all, I gave all the glory to God um, because really the Spirit was working through me. And I was very grateful for that event. Uh, but yeah, just the one event which I've done. Yeah. Man, your story, like I keep saying, your story just makes me not want to say that. It's just self-explanatory. Like, it's just awesome. Thanks. It's great, man. It's just great. And you were talking about acting. Um, what do you really want to do with acting? Like, you are, Is that something you're really 
planning on doing full time, or is that something you're just wanting to do later? Yeah, like, so I mean, so you're me, like, um, you know, um, I'm actually studying right now film production at my university. I'm at University of Winchester. I was doing that like way before anyway, way before I started like properly doing the rapping. Um, but I, I, I've just been here, and that's given me a space to be free. Um, you know, for myself, I had my own little environment, my own little space to be writing, to be you know with the Lord, to spend time in prayer, to find new people. Um, to just ex- be independent, really, and really find myself and who I am as a person in Christ. And um, I'm really grateful for that. I know the Lord really willed for that. Um, you know, I think the path everyone takes of that, you know, that standard nine to five, they go up the corporate ladder. I think for me, I've never wanted to do it that that standard way. I've always wanted to be different. I've always wanted to, um, you know, kind of do stuff outside of just getting that, that educate. I mean, education is very important. I say that for everyone because it's not just what you're learning. It's the experiences you get as well. So I'd say for everybody, education is vital, especially up to like from high school. Obviously I get those people who don't want to go to college, but I think before that is absolutely vital because yeah. Um, but, I think for me, like the path I'm heading down, um, I'm seeing, I'm taking it day by day. I know the Bible verses like, don't worry about tomorrow. Um, I'm seeing where the, you know, I'm, I know what the direction it's heading in. Um, and it's on quite an explosive trajectory already. But I think my, my real path, like, even though I'm doing that, my, you know, my passion lies mainly in music. Um, and then film is kind of like, cause I don't just believe in having one stream of income. Now I don't have a love of money. I'm not like desperate about being rich. Um, you know, if God willing, I, I had that money, I had that income, I would aim to donate a lot of it to the poor even as i do even as i do now because he's faithful with little will be faithful very much i'm trying to prove to the lord not in a boastful way saying that now but just i'm trying to prove to the lord that i can be faithful with very much um and that i won't be you know like the rich man with lazarus i won't be like that at all um you know and i'm quite content i'm quite i'm really a content person i mean i'm trying to be as well and trying to be humble but i think in the direction i'm heading in uh music definitely is a part of it it's my biggest passion um but it's still a part of it if we're talking about success um monetary wise as well because there's a lot of money to be made in the film industry and i think when we talk about christian films there's really not a lot of christian films to choose from i literally looked at netflix a couple months ago and i did not Mm -hmm. see that many when you compare it to the secular films it's i mean and a lot of people are saying oh there's not that many good ones well yet again i'm willing to make a shift in that because the thing is i know i'm not going to be rapping until like when i'm 50 i'm not going to be doing that till when i'm 40 like my plan is like that's even though it's a great passion of mine everything has a season um obviously that's that's my main goal is to do that for however many years and then you know slowly as i get older then just kind of you know doing that just leisurely like people like you see Snoop Dogg or Common people like that but they're still in films and stuff like that um, I know Common is a great inspiration for me uh, even 50 Cent because he mm-hmm. he did his rapping and then he would be in films or TV series like Power I find that very inspiring because he's got multiple streams of income in that he's got his own brand his own business his own champagne um, so really he's a business minded person and really everything thing in the entertainment industry's business when it comes to success 20% of it is down to the talent of the product mm-hmm. the 80% is down to the marketing so I, I'm going into it as someone who's been in here for a while with wisdom you know not as a newcomer but um, learning about the industry learning about how people react to stuff learning about how to market yourself the image the product how to conduct yourself how to be a genuine person how to have conversations with people business minded conversations because really I'm going into it from a business perspective obviously for the glory of God but you know it's still a business at the end of the day and um, 
you know, I think that that's the way I'm looking at it. Um, you know, and I'd, one thing as well, um, going into it, I think from this point, one thing I'm really key on, uh, because I know there's a lot of contracts that come with this kind of stuff. Um, one thing I'm really big on is not compromising because I know that a lot of actors have compromised their faith for the sake of money. I know that there was a controversy about Chris Pratt um, when he when he was in a, a Guardians of the Galaxy or Avengers, and he said, "Who's who's my savior meant to be? Jesus?" And he said it in an almost blasphemous tone, even though he professes to be a Christian. Now, I'm not saying that in a judgmental way. Um, I still think that he is a Christian. I still think he is following the law, but I do know that he definitely did compromise in that situation. Um, you know, I don't have acting experience, but I know I just know I'll be able to do it through the doors that will be open. I know that I'll be able to do it with the work especially when that surgery is complete um because i'll be around 22 um you know i'll have like at that point perfect teeth um perfect you know no pain and that's you know at the point where i'll start to be integrating other things as well um making different streams of income um music being you know at the, the head of it but really that will open doors and i know how many doors that can open for so many things such as modeling um such as acting um fashion stuff like that stuff that i'm just passionate about in the entertainment industry um so yeah i'm really you know i'm looking forward to that and it's something that you know a lot of this stuff i don't have a lot of experience for but i know i just know by the grace of god i'll be able to do it i just know I like what you're saying that you you want to do acting, you know, because mm -hmm. that's something personally I want to do as well. I don't want to just be a podcaster mm -hmm. my whole life. I want to be able to do more than that. I want to be able to also be in the entertainment industry as well. You know, I just feel a little bit nervous because I know that when you're being an actor, there's a lot of pressure. There's, so you just got to be mm -hmm. aware of what you're mm -hmm. looking at through your godly eyesight, you know, so... Honestly, for me, I think, um, I think the way I see it is like... You know, I feel like it's more authentic. I think really it's only weird to the people who don't, you know, I know that verse of like, you know, people, uh, the things of the spirit of, is foolish to those who are perishing. The, the, you know, the things which are interpreted by the spirit cannot be interpreted by the flesh. I think to them, it seems weird. I've definitely had a few comments like, what is, what is going on? Like, how are you rapping about Christ? And like, it's only a few, cause a lot of them are actually saying how good it is. Even people of different faiths, which I find, you know, I find pretty cool and amazing. I think, um, you know, I think it can definitely be weird to some and a bit foolish, but for me, I think, it's me talking about my realness, you know, it's me talking about my story, it's me talking about my faith. I know a lot of rappers like to talk about God, but I feel like it's something that I personally, you know, this is what I want to talk about. This is my life and a lot, you know, this is just me. A lot of people like it. I could talk about sex, drugs and violence and I know that would get, you know, plays easy. But what's more, you know, what's where's the achievement in that? You know, it's like just the same as everybody else, you know, be yourself. That's what I'm going to go for. You know, like be yourself in whatever you're doing. It doesn't matter if you're a Christian or not, just be yourself. So I think that's the best thing about it. Like, that's what I'm going to be teaching and that the, the main mode to just not care what anybody says. Um, but yeah, I don't find it. I don't find it weird. Nah, honestly, I find it fun. I find it way more authentic and just great. So, well, there's definitely a few uh, downsides which can come with that, but I'll, I'll speak on that at another time. Uh, so I think, um, we know if anything, I think Christians can be very judgmental people. I'm not saying everyone's judgmental, but I think, you know, for me, I want my focus on my music to be on the gospel, evidently. Um, but there are some tracks where I want to speak about, like, my own life, uh, maybe even, like, have some Christian love songs in there. Like, I've got a track on the tape called Wifey, which is actually, you know, um, the people who've heard it, they say it's my best track yet. Um, and really, you know, I'm, I'm speaking about Jesus in that, but the main hook, it's not like Jesus, 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 just more talk about like, she can't ever be wifey, but really these can still apply to Christian standards. You know, I want my tracks to still apply to those biblical standards, but I don't know if everything I want to do is essentially like 
all Jesus, Jesus, like obviously for his glory, but um, there's this thing where like, and even, even when it comes to like shows or like, you know, because I don't know if every, every show I want to do like in the future would want to be in a church environment. And I think there can be a lot of people who can look at that and be like, oh, like you're trying to be like the world. Well, no, it's just, well, it, you know, if I was just doing my music for Christians, then are we just spreading the gospel to Christians? That makes no sense to me. It should be to, it should be to all people. And that's not because I want to be like the world. No, that's because the world needs to hear it. And how else are they going to hear it if we're just putting it out to Christians? How else are we going to put, you know, how else are we going to let them hear the music if we're just giving the hymns and the R's? You know what I mean? They're not going to want to hear it. So... I think there's definitely some tracks which I have which are, you know, very, very, very scripture gospel orientated. But not that doesn't mean that every single track I wanna do wants to be around that. And I already know, I can already tell um the bigger that I would get that there would be judgment for that, that there would be Christians calling me out, calling me a heretic or whatever. Um, but I know that the people who will be able to hear it and then hear the core identity of that then hear my other music that in the long run it's all pointing back to the cross but it's something that a lot of people do not think about and even in the environments in which it's played let's just say if my track got played at a club I'm not going to rue that but there'll be a lot of Christians be like oh, why is it getting played because I know that's what happened when Lecrae and Andy Minio they had uh, coming in hot and that basically that went on the charts and it got played at clubs and people are like, why is it getting played there? I didn't see it as a bad thing because ultimately people, I mean, you know, that track, it didn't really have a lot to do with God in it. It really, you know, there wasn't too much. I think there might have been a few lyrics, but mine, you know, is like I make sure that every track, it's clear. It's clear that I'm a Christian. It's clear, you know, even if it's not always, always scripture, like always Jesus, every line, that it's always got the cross symbolized in it so that any track people can be pointed towards it. Um, so, you know, I don't, I don't see a problem with that. I really don't. And then people can kind of look at the artists. They look at how they're living. They look at the fruits. Because, uh, you know, a builder, you know, I am a Christian rapper, but I think like a builder, right? He's not putting Jesus on every block that he's writing. You know, Jesus was a carpenter. You know, he wasn't a Christian carpenter. He, he, Jesus was a carpenter. So the same way I view music, acting all of that you can keep your belief you can conduct yourself and it's more about how you conduct yourself than what you're doing in a way you know because obviously the two are very important but what's more important is how the fruits how are you living how are other people seeing you how are other people seeing you live your life how are you as a representation these things are equally as important as just the art you're putting out and that's still something i'm working on my character how i'm portraying that image towards other people because they have this connotation of you we've got a, we've got a responsibility in that sense and i think um you know there's way more to it there's a way bigger responsibility but i think that's definitely one of the downside i think when you when you try and do something and you try and reach out a bit more um you kind of ironically get crucified by it like you, you ironically people try and come through your head um and i think that's something which i I will be expecting. I will be expecting with what I'm doing um, in the future because, but at the same time, it just, it won't stop me. It won't stop me. There's, I'm not going to compromise, but, um, you know, but some, I just don't feel like some people think or they think about the bigger picture. I think a lot of people jump to conclusions, you know, every, everything is all me, bro. I mean, well, it's not all me because God is the only reason why now it's getting better. Um, and you know, a lot of the, I mean, for the long run, it was me, um, in terms of a fleshly side, everything I've done is, you know, it's just me. It's just been me. The only, the only times I've had help is little opinions or like a little bit of help from my cousin or like some of the people close to me where they're like, Oh, I like that. I don't like that. I like that. I don't like that. You know, but in terms of the actual creation, the sound design, the writing, I do everything myself. I free, you know, I, I can fully freestyle now. I'm, I'm even working on that. Um, I couldn't do that before, but I know it's been God who's done that because it, you know, 
like a switch it got better and it only happened when he told me to go for it and it was so painfully obvious where I kept saying God I don't know how I'm going to do that I don't know how I'm going to do that with everything I've got going on but he made the way for it and I'm very grateful for that and I think um, you know we should never doubt the power of God and how it can be glorified through weakness but yeah just me in a fleshy side but you know it was never just me it's always been God who's been there from the beginning for sure he's had his hand on it all I'm still a newcomer, but already I'm taken it by storm. And I think people who didn't take me serious at first, and it's been very quick, a lot of people who didn't take me serious at first, but now already they're starting to, you know, they're starting to look around and I can, I can already tell, like, you know, I think that even the people closest to you, like some of my old friends, a lot of them have been quite discouraging. Um, I actually, you know, a lot of them I've had to kind of leave um, behind a lot of them on a dark path um, but a lot of them have been some of them have been discouraging who I wasn't as close with and a lot of them would mock a lot of them would laugh and I just had this mentality of like I'll, whatever they say I'll always prove them wrong I'll always prove them wrong um, with God on my side nothing's impossible um and I think that's just been my mentality of like proving people wrong. Um, and and like if people don't take me serious, I'm gonna make sure they I'm gonna make sure they make you know take me serious through what I'm making. I, I don't I don't talk. I do. Um, I kind of let the music do the talking. I feel like that's what I'm. A, that's my vision. That's my plan to really uh, let people know um, that with God and what He's gonna do and the music that He's gonna help me create. Um, that people are going to take us serious and I'm not just talking about people in the UK scene the Christian scene but I really you know I want the whole world to stop and stare and it's you know as I say I'll keep saying again it's not about me um, you know the message is not the important but it's the message behind it and I think that that finally they're going to take it serious through how good it is they're really going to take it serious and I feel like me and God working together a duo team on this um, you know if I'm if I'm keeping up with him I'm keeping up in the word this is going to be great it's going to be very good and I'm very excited for that for sure so I think um, being a Christian rapper is probably it's a massive responsibility but I think there's no greater calling um, just as like an evangelist and ultimately we are called to be servants you know when when it comes to judgment and we're you know when God says to us you know well done my good and faithful servant it's not well done my good and faithful singer actor entrepreneur businessman doctor um, all this stuff it's well done my good and faithful servant so above all I, I aspire to be a good servant um, and I and that's why I talk about character being so important um, when it comes to temptations and stuff like that. Um, you know, what we do outside of just our image and what we look like is just as important because ultimately, at the end of the day, none of it matters if our walk with God is just crumbling because nothing good is going to come of it. Um, you know, that's why I try and I really focus on that. I take a lot of time off. Um, you know, I think getting a lot of messages, um, I can't really respond to them because um, a lot of the time I'll just have to spend with God and I think even now I'm trying to keep that as a forefront especially going forward because I just know already like where it's going what's going to happen and I want to keep those core foundations there that I just yeah but I love it it's a great calling very important very big responsibility never give up don't compromise um, keep your morals as best as you can stay independent um remember how you got your platform remember who got you to where you are never lose sight of your mission of why you started in the first place never lose fire of your first love your first flame um and to yeah just remember the mission always remember you know like it's not just about us we may be at the we may be at the the viewpoint of it we may be the vessel used we may be seen by the eye but it's not it's not about us it's the spirit working in us it's about the message um not to lose yourself and really uh to have fun with it as well if you're not having fun with it then it's not you're not going to enjoy it um to have fun with it be yourself as well and when i mean be yourself be yourself in christ not be yourself as the world will tell you but be yourself as in who christ told you to be um being set apart in a way where you aren't like 
you're not trying to be like anybody else you know we can obviously grab inspiration from other people people draw comparisons that's natural but i think finding your own lane in the long run is definitely very important and just establishing a plan uh seeing it as a business as well um where you're not just being stupid with money wise and everything and knowing that you know the you know when the lord is willing he really will bless it um being obedient is so key as well listening to his voice his direction if he tells you to do certain things don't disobey him because ultimately he's the one who made the whole universe so how we could ever think we'd have a better plan than that there's been times i've had to go back and rewrite stuff or do the hook differently because he told me now nah, don't do that change that or like i'm like nah that, that one ain't it or you know um so a lot of stuff where you know creative creatively um i've trusted him and even when you can't see it yet i think sometimes you just go have hope and even when you feel like giving up sometimes when you most feel like giving up is at the point where you're at the breakthrough you know and don't feel like under your circumstances wherever you are that you can't do it that the lord can't use you if the lord has placed it on your heart you know if you know the desires of your heart he can fulfill that you know he can really really fulfill that and I, i'm a living testament of that where all the cards were stacked against me but yet again his glory uh, was personified through weakness through my weakness and um you know i'm very humbled and graceful for that so i think um yeah my advice keep your head low remember the mission never give up um and just keep on going keep on going for real yeah so i mean uh, you know as before for me uh definitely acting uh when i you know when i get the opportunity to do that um from the exposure i'll get from this um you know acting uh, definitely living in america um i think traveling is a big passion of mine going around traveling eating various food um you know acting directing um having an overseeing of the editing side of the film industry would be great as well like not actually hands-on editing but being able to have a creative input for what shots i think would be good from a director point of view um but yeah acting and directing definitely two big things along with the music um having an own brand would be something i think merchandise and fashion is a big uh passion of mine uh you know as i kind of you know as the 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 music grows and everything i think i would really love to have my own merch um you know maybe warrior merch or something like that and have it like really drippy and you know edifying where it's got you know gospel messages on it um and i think that that could be really sick i think in the future because obviously i could have that platform to launch on uh that is definitely a big passion of mine uh fashion um it wasn't really before but yeah acting directing fashion uh modeling as well i'd love to do um so yeah all of those three i think four um definitely big passions of mine for the future and visions that i've got yeah so um so for me obviously i see myself um i see myself i can't put a limit on it i really can't i don't know if the film acting opportunities are going to open up just yet um especially with the surgery being in a maximum of two years um can't put a limit on it i really can't um because everything god has been doing has kind of been a really crazy wild ride um if i were to tell you i'd have i don't have any idea um i know definitely obviously the music i don't know if the acting door will be open up just yet because um but i'd have to see what god does i mean he could open it sooner than i think i've got my surgery in a max of two years it could be earlier than that but i know that after that um i definitely will be wanting to do that and at that period um yeah i think really i'm just keeping i'm taking every day as it goes um but really i i just pray i just pray for success over that i pray that the lord blesses it i pray that it goes crazy and i think uh, the lord really will do that i see myself uh shows festivals doing my own shows oh two i mean it's big dreams but with the lord anything's possible um i really think that the quality of the music will be that good for it to be done there um and when i think about the the scale and the amount of music i have in the bag you know already i probably have enough for about two mixtapes and then if if i've got another two years i'm gonna have like a whole album ready and by that time we'll be ready to drop so yeah you know i'm i'm definitely i'm definitely ready i'm prepared 
um, for big things, very big things. I think my, you know, I spoke about it in my first song. Um, I want to headline wireless. I really, you know, I really do want to do that. Uh, wireless is like a festival we've got down here in London, and that's usually for secular people. But I don't have a problem with doing it there, and you know, bringing the gospel there to a group of people who've never heard it or they don't want to hear it. You know, because if they like the music, then who cares? You know, they're they're gonna hear the message, and really the message the word of god will pierce them and this is where we're going to do a different aside because we know that subliminally these evil tracks can subliminally mess with our minds but the word of god will be able to pierce like a double-edged sword so i feel like subconsciously it's going to be quite a tactic and i feel like it's going to reach a lot of people and i think it's just going to be crazy i mean that's a yeah for sure, I think wireless. I definitely want to get done and out the way. Um, I even see, you know, I know, it, I know it seems very ambitious, but I even see myself next year being there. Um, and the the way the rate it's going, I wouldn't call it a stretch. I wouldn't call it a stretch at all. By any means, if God's behind it. So yeah, I'm kind of on everything. I'm trying to get to every platform, you know, in person, real life, um, festival shows, uh, Spotify, um, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube everything um, going independent you know this is kind of me and the lord's own thing um you know if you're held down and you're signed to somebody you have to wait to release music i find that has a real dent on a creative process you know and you don't have as much control so for me you know right now every platform but rocking independent you know kind of budgeting but you know when the money starts coming in we're going to be able to invest more and i i can already see that happening i can already see it happening so I don't I'm not in a desperate need to sign um, I know a lot of people that's what they want to do they want to sign they want to grab the pen and paper but I see the long term vision for it and I really when I believe in a product you know when you believe in yourself when you believe in the Lord and what he can do for you everyone else is going to believe as well because they see in you they see the confidence so I think yeah we're just trying to take every platform by storm we're trying to learn the algorithm you know in terms of a team you know it's me but I've got my cousin who's like my brother my brother Luke like he's like my brother Luca I mean I'm seeing him soon actually he, he's almost like my manager in a way like he's you know because he helps me a lot with like what I would want to put out and stuff like that so you know we're independent but he you know he really really helps me with all of that side of it the business side he talks about that and in the long run we have a long term plan going forward with that as well so I feel like I'm just really excited to see where that goes and okay um, yeah I think I heard the question um, about if I could bal- how I balance the Bible how I balance putting God first in my career um, that's a great question well the way I'd answer it is that he is the cornerstone he is the foundation of it all anyway um, I think that in the spirit the only way I can flow through that into the music and anoint, have it anointed is through having that relationship stable um, I spend a lot of time I kind of get away from social media I kind of you know go on a prayer walk I kind of go on a walk spend time with God um, I can be quite lazy with my word it's something that I am trying to build up on but I feel like the prayer walks are really helping me kind of keep my peace and remember my time with him keeping it with him just me and him alone um, so that's really been helping me um, especially with my music and my journey so far that's something that I always you know I need to run away I know Jesus run away to find peace and I think that's something I really want to keep keep up with you know I'm not going to say I'm perfect with reading my word and keeping God first all the time um, a lot of these things can be distracting sometimes but he is the cornerstone essentially I know that I, I, at that time I always just go back to him but I think anytime we can always be distracted whether it's social media whether it's Netflix or whatever we can always be distracted with something or just whatever so we always just at that point we recognize it you deal with it you come back and then it's always good at that point so I don't think anyone's perfect with how they manage their time but I feel like I'm getting better at it and I'll keep on getting better at it and something that I keep praying about for him to help me to seek him first because ultimately we need his help for us to love him you know I keep on praying I say Lord help me keep you first today help me seek you in the spirit help me lead by the spirit today help me deny my flesh help me read your word and enjoy it help me not be lazy help me be a servant for your kingdom at first Lord help me give all the glory to you I have to physically ask him for these things regularly and you know it's a process because even out of things I've been set free 
true from I'd have to keep praying and praying and praying for it but I, the, what I've learned from it is that those things have come but they only came through my fervent prayer so it's just about keeping up the prayer and not stopping that and I believe that you know sanctification is a process it's a journey that we learn you know I don't I, I remember Paul Washer you know one of my favorite preachers said don't expect a perfect repentance you know out of things like idolatry out of things like you know just everything you know these things they aren't perfect the way we do them but we know that keeping God first will always keep us sane first and there's a reason why we have to do it because that's the only reason we'll find peace from him eternal peace and fulfillment we won't find it in our career because anything can happen you know I mean I even look at Justin Bieber what happened with him and I see that as like a almost as a warning to everybody you know he's at the top of the world you know but he still has that which could have done anything to him so I think you know for that it's always important keeping God first because then your cornerstone when the winds blow you know, your foundation will still be there. I will build my, I will build my house, not out of sand, but on brick under the word of God, and it won't be torn down. So, no matter what happens in my life, because I've already had trials and tribulations, I expect them. But I just, you know, I know that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And from here, I expect God to, you know, move and this to be a turning point. But I just think, you know, through whatever happens, I always have God, and He, He's my treasure eternally. So, yeah. I'm it's something that I'm working on keeping him first you know I think everybody's working on it but yeah yeah, I'm de it's something that I'm working on keeping him first you know I think everybody's working on it but yeah mm -hmm. honestly um, I think I want people to see Jesus in me um, most importantly I want people I want Jesus to be personified I want the testament of what he can do for someone as wicked as me um, as you know as small as me I want that to be a testament to everybody to the whole world um, and for that light to be shined throughout me um, and just to be genuine I want kids to know in the future because in the UK we have a lot of roadmen. we have a lot of people who try and try and have this balance man image and think that they have to carry knives and stuff like this and we have a lot of gun violence in america I, I think you know i want there to be a turning point where evil is not seen as good anymore but good is seen as good again and you know when people look at you weird for living holy i want people to look at people who are living holy and almost be not envious but almost aspire to live that way and for that to be an admirable trait rather than something that's seen as weird, plain weird that there will be a shift back to God, a revival. Um, and I know there's a revival in the streets, but I feel like the music is going to be a powerful way. There will be a revival. I've had a lot of discouragement from the enemy, from friends, from family over what I've been doing. And I know this is why God is calling me to this because I mean, you know, I've had a lot of it. I've had a lot of it. Even when reading my Bible and pursuing God, I've had a lot of discouragement from people and walking the narrow path. The, the path is narrow and the narrow path is Jesus Christ because many don't want to walk the path of um, righteousness so my legacy is that Christ would be personified um, and through my light that kids would learn to be themselves to be authentic and no matter who you are to leave, try and leave a positive impact on the world it's not cool to be a bad person it's not cool to treat people like rubbish it's not cool to hurt people's feelings it's not cool it's cool to be a nice person it's cool to have a nice impact it's cool to be a servant every day it's cool to be polite to people and loving and kind it's not cool to be bad or horrible to people the whole world is flipped upside down in terms of morals and I think I really you know I feel like this calling is great and I feel like God will do it he will do it and I believe it I'm seeing it and um, that's what I want my legacy to be for that and I want it to live forever and you know eternally um, to reap that reward hopefully for that and i want it to live forever and you know eternally to reap that reward hopefully oh sorry hello I, everything you said. I can't see your camera though bro i'm not sure what's going on hello yeah i can see i can hear you i can't see your camera mm. bro i'm not sure what's going on 
Okay, well, it's all right. We're not going to worry about that. I'll probably add an image or something. But um, I'll let this part out. God bless you, bro. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, you know, keep doing what you're doing, man. And as you said, you know, I've, I've got a friend for you, bro. And that, you know, I'm a, you are my friend. I consider you that a uh, great friend in the Lord. And I just keep doing what you're doing. I find it really uh, interesting. And I'm really humbled that you asked me to come on here, bro. I'm very grateful. Yeah, 